Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. I'm a bartender. I'm not. And my name's Carl. And my name's Riley. There we go. Yep. Easy peasy intros. How long? How many episodes do you think it's going to take for me to not have to pull up our intro for you to read it? A while. <laughs> I want to make sure I get it right. I don't remember people's names, so how can I remember an intro? That's fair. So, yeah. So, yeah. On this lovely podcast, we read stories off the internet about bartender life through the eyes of the bartender or the guest at the bar. We talk about it and discuss should have been handled differently or discuss the unique opportunity or event that happened there. Right. And then we give it a rating, one through five, one being your average bartender story and five being a crazy fucking story that you might not have heard before. Right. Like an everyday kind of experience to uh, something you only see once in a career. Yeah, like licking Sharpies off your hand because yep. you're too fucked up in Florida. And then you have a Sharpie beard. <laughs> Sharpie beard, yeah. So never heard of that story yet. So we are excited to have another guest. Yes. We've had his partner in crime. They do the Bartender Rant They do the Bartender Rant podcast. I feel like his partner is the crime element <laughs> of, of, of the, the duo. Right. We got bad cop and good cop. Yeah. And now we have the good cop on. <laughs> Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you guys again. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so if you're not familiar, they basically do the long-form version of our podcast, but they interview a bartender and they talk about stories. Yes, they get more up close and personal with people. Yeah, usually two to see, three I, hours. I like to look at it as you guys do the short-form version of our podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, technically so. you're right because you guys came out before we did. You guys just celebrated your 50th episode a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. You actually might be at 100 if you guys actually put out podcasts every week. Exactly. Rude. Yeah. No, we're, we're what? On it. Shots fired. <laughs> what? No, he's totally right. Is, there's, no, there, that's, a, that's a criticism we, we give to ourselves a lot. Yeah, we're really bad about releasing consistent content, unfortunately. But you know, it's one of those things. I, I, it's like, it's okay when I say it, but when somebody else says it, it's not okay. <laughs> no, it's totally true. I Frankly, I blame Steve. Even though I'm the one that edits all the episodes and has complete control on whether or not they come out on time, it's all Steve's fault. Yep. Well, I, when the episode with Steve came out, Mike text me like a day or two later oh he's got time for your podcast but not for our <laughs> podcast yeah, i was actually i was actually a little bit upset when i saw that release i was like are you fucking kidding me i'm like i've been trying to get him to set up recordings and i'm like, just you know life's just crazy man and then i see he does this whole episode with you guys so maybe <laughs> i mean just, to be we fair need some, we need to be fair it takes like an hour and a half to be with us right not three hours <laughs> Minimum. Well, it's only three hours because Steve never shuts up. So. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, God. I'm excited to go hang out with him and get drunk and hopefully survive Oof. next month. I, yeah. I was telling Carl I don't trust him as far as I can throw him to get him to the airport on time. <laughs> but it'll be fun. <laughs> Enough about Steve. This is you, Mike. This yes. is you. This is about you. So for people, like I said, we already kind of talked about your podcast, but any you have been a bartender, correct? I, I actually bought a shirt from Movers and Shakers earlier this week, and it got delayed in shipping. I got the one that says, uh, "I used to be a bartender too," and it's like the old man. Oh, right. So I was gonna wear, I was gonna wear that for this, but uh, unfortunately, it got delayed in, in transit. So That's yeah, I bartended problem. in um, Baltimore when I was in school uh, out there. So I was in the service industry out there uh, for three years and, and bartended for a lot of it. So I don't have you know twenty years under my belt, but I've definitely you know been in the trenches, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, if you have a month worth of bartending, you probably have at least ten stories to that's, share. That's so. a year in any other in, in, right. any other industry. Cat years and bartender years are kind of the same thing, you know. <laughs> but so yeah, awesome. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're going to read a story, and then Mike's going to share a story of something that he I don't even we don't even know what the story is going to share. So right. we're excited to hear that. But first, what are we drinking? We are drinking a concoction. Okay, what is um, in this? It's got two ounces of Florida Cana, four year. Yep. Half an ounce of Dr. Bird pineapple, 
three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. Right. No, an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of coconut syrup, and then it's topped with passion fruit bubbler. Sweet. (laughs) And bubbler, for those of you who may not know, I don't know how popular it is elsewhere, but it's a sparkling water energy drink thing. Right. So we didn't want to be broskies and drink pop Red Bulls. So right. Cheers. But uh, and it does have a nutmeg grated on top. That's a drink. That is a drink. It'll do the job. Was Doctor is Doctor Bird that rum? Mm-hmm. From the from Passion yeah. Fruit episode. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. From that's Javier. A, that's, a, that's a good one. That needs and work. Fortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, it's distributed in your area because I know it's not distributed nationwide. At least oh, from it's not in our neighborhood. We bought it when we were in Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh. And back in October, so they had they had just released the pineapple version too. So we bought both of them. Cool. So it's re- I really like it. Our uh, the the Doctor Bird. This drink's fine. It's good. For I should have so I should have put some allspice jam or something in it. Something yeah. sweeter. But uh, yeah, that 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 episode, the whole Vegas series was great that you guys did. So if you haven't checked Thank that you. out, go check it out. Um, yeah, and it's a good time because it's it's always interesting because you had like. Three or four completely different Las Vegas bartenders on, so it's kind of crazy to hear their different perspective stories. And then let's yeah, just we had some, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, we were really fortunate to get some really, really cool guests from some different walks of life in the Vegas area. That we 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 were really fortunate uh, for that to happen, and we had we had a great time. We're hoping to do it again this November. So yeah, that'd nice. be awesome. I mean, that's I mean, in all honestly, that was one of the episodes I listened to is the whole reason I messaged you guys because I was drunk one night at home editing and i listened to an episode um and uh she's uh i forget her name she's cat i think no mm-hmm. um she started talking yeah, about yeah it was tool tool yeah. and i messaged yep. you guys like oh, <laughs> i like tool too or <laughs> 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 whatever it went <laughs> so yeah and then and then you had to correct me about where the different band members were from i yeah, remember yeah that's me yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> well because you live near lawrence kansas right or uh mm-hmm. Right, because that's where, yeah. So, anyways, that's my, that's me. I correct people when they don't ask me to be corrected. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I want, I want to be accurate as much as possible. So. <laughs> but then he gets mad when people correct him. So shut up. Okay. Man, so. I, he, he's he's wrong sometimes. Never. Mm-hmm. See now that yeah, that's that's shocking. Mm-hmm. That's news to me. <laughs> yeah. When your eye was number one, one mixology three times, you're never wrong. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Wait, where's the cricket button? Is it this one? Maybe. Okay. All right. So let us. Okay. So this story is from repeller.com. I just Googled bartender stories and I just kind of randomly click links and read stories until I find one that's interesting. Usually we do Reddit, but sometimes it's fun to adventure off Reddit. Mm-hmm. So this one comes from a blog post called Crazy Bartender Stories. There's multiple stories. So we're just, I picked out one. Gates. His, Gates. Osuji. Osuji, maybe. Um, he's been bartending for 26 years. It says he's currently at Chef de Bar at the Standard Highline. So here we go. The place was hopping, the lights were low, and it was 3 a.m. A very intoxicated man pushed his way through the room and threw himself onto a recently vacant bar stool, slurring incom- hop- incomprehensibly. There we go. He pointed at the menu. I ordered him a burger and fries with a note to the kitchen to rush the order. We needed to feed this man and get him out the door. Minutes later, my bar back arrived with the food, which he sat next to the man. Wait, which he sat next to the man's untouched glass of water, then pulled his hand away seconds before the man dove right in. Now I'm not judging here, but let's just say this guy was having a very interactive burger experience. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Enough so that I bought so that I brought extra napkins twice. Fortunately, his bar stool was centrally located so I could tend to the rest of the guests while still keeping an eye on him. As I stood at the register looking at him in the back of the mirror, I watched the messy horror unfold. A french fry stuck to the back of his hand, a piece of tomato (laughs) slipped down his shirt, his eyes closed, head began to nod between stuffed mouthfuls, and then it happened. With scraps of food surrounding him on a bar, he pushed the plate away, down the glass of water, paused for a moment, and then picked up the squeezed bottle of ketchup, unscrewed it, and chugged the entire thing. He slammed the plastic down. The, he, I'm sorry. He slammed the plastic bottle down on the bar and said, "Ah!" With such delight, you have, you thought he would have had dessert. Then he looked up and asked for the check, which I slid across the bar with some trepidation. Trepidation. At that time, the burger and fries was only twelve dollars. But with his beer goggles on, he clearly read it wrong because he handed me the check back to me with six $20 bills and said, hey, thanks, man. Keep it. 
I stood there with $120 in my hand and looked at him. I just couldn't do it. Folding up five of the 20s, I tucked them back into his vest pocket and said, you know, you're probably going to need this at some point for the cab. So how about you just take one of these and you can bring the rest back to me later if you're still hanging around. He looked confused, but lumbered off and somehow managed to make it through the front door without stomping on anyone. I looked down at the $20 bill in my hand and turned to put in the register. My bar back was standing right there. He had seen the whole thing. He grabbed me by the arm with a sad look in his eyes and asked, why don't you just give him more ketchup? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, but to be fair, he probably made a safe bet there chugging the ketchup because of the amount of salt content in it. Right. He might not be as hungover tomorrow as he might have been. I was waiting for him to say he just scooped up all the food that was like on the bar and just shoved it in his mouth, you know? Have you seen anything like that, Mike? God, no. That, in, in the movie Super Troopers, I've seen something like that, yes. But that's as far the as it maple goes. maple syrup? Yeah. <laughs> but they're willingly <laughs> doing the that. Syrup. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. And just hats off to that bartender for telling that so masterfully, too. That was really yeah. well written. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the bar back, just, just to stand there and watch that. What about all the other guests sitting there just like, I bet it was a... Ch- Quiet. I bet you could have dropped a pin in that bar, and everyone's just watching this guy go ham. Dinner and a show. <laughs> it, it was a it was a plastic squeeze bottle. That's what it said. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, because it would have taken him a second to really get that down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's viscous. So you're gonna be like squeezing and slurping and. Because yeah, we're just coming big glops. My God. Oh man, I don't. I don't barely <laughs> eat ketchup on anything, and to do a whole bottle of it. You get mad when you have ketchup on your shit. <laughs> I do. I don't like it. I. I mean, the asshole's the barbeck who was like, "Give him more ketchup." No, <laughs> that's six weeks worth of sodium. <laughs> he goes in as like some sort of shock in his system. Man, <laughs> you I, get- I love the. The satisfied ah at the end of that, right. chugging it like like it makes you wonder if that is that like a regular thing for him. Was it just because he was really drunk, or does he like Did genuinely he... enjoy drinking ketchup, right, and other sauces perhaps? I mean, I know people who like ketchup that much, but like what they should have done was get him a bottle of mustard after the ketchup <laughs> or barbecue sauce. You're an asshole. <laughs> or horseradish, here you go, bud. Man, that's how you get somebody to yak. Yeah, that's true. You didn't. You don't mess with. You don't mess with somebody that drunk stomach. Maybe he's a. Maybe he's a professional eater, right? You know, because he saved mm-hmm. the water for after the burger was done. He needed to wash down that burger, and always does a bottle of ketchup at the end. Maybe that's his. You know, <laughs> that's you know his Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, double, his finisher. His finisher. <laughs> his, his, his. God damn. <laughs> Think about it was a it was a glass bottle. You don't really see those too much, but he's totally got to be, be spanking <laughs> the, in the back, digging the knife in there. Gross. <laughs> that is so gross. But okay, on the ethical point, when he gave him one hundred and twenty dollars, that's, that's do we a, do we give back the hundred and keep the twenty? That's a good guy bartender right there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna need it for a cab. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, and that's still an eight dollar tip. Absolutely, it's still an eight dollar tip, right? <laughs> well, he's yeah, and eat. also go ahead. Sorry, don't be no, no. I was just saying. Also, just watching a human being chug a bottle of ketchup is kind of a tip in itself. That's right. I'm just imagining that they were just standing there like awestruck, like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" That is, right. it's completely uncouth, but it doesn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Right. It's mm-hmm. just it would yeah. have been a sight. As so, far as somebody being that drunk goes, that's a very tame interaction, but it's. Low on the um, like aggression scale, but high on the crazy scale. Entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you don't That's mind. That's the best that. of both worlds, right? Right. There. Yeah. I wonder if he kept maybe three of the dollars to pay for the bottle of ketchup. You know, like that eight dollar tip. He's like, you know what? We need to pay for that bottle of ketchup. Nah, man. <laughs> ketchup. Ketchup comes in a big tub because it's like I ten know. cents per ounce. But yeah, I went. Oh man, what was I gonna say? I forgot. I don't remember now. But. Yeah, I definitely you gotta give him the hundred dollars back. Unless yeah. unless he was sober, you know, or like, you know, 
you knew he misread what he thought the price was. Right. Because, you know, you'd wake up like, what the fuck happened? I spent $120 last night. Uh You know, a fucking bottle of ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) I wish there was like a, uh, like he came back in like a month later and the the bartender just sets a bottle of ketchup right in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) Here, sir, this is what you like to drink. Here you go. I don't remember your name. Yeah, that's as that's as that's usual. <laughs> right. You could probably make like a decent uh, Bloody Mary with it, maybe, you know. You'd have to doctor it up a bit, but, you know, it's, po- it's possible. Oh, there's so much vinegar in ketchup. Yeah. Oh. Maybe if you're hungover, it tastes good. I mean, it tastes like something. <laughs> I don't think it would be good by any stretch. From the story, I, I can't recall that. Did it say was he using the ketchup while he was eating the burger and fries? It didn't say, but you would assume so, right? Yeah, I feel like well, it's I don't know he had now. Condiments everywhere. Right? Maybe he. Yeah. I wonder. I feel like maybe he ate it all and then finished it off with the ketchup because right. he realized there was no ketchup on the burger. <laughs> He's like, I fuck, I forgot to put ketchup on my fries. Well, <laughs> bottoms we up. <laughs> what is it Tommy Boy where he starts? He takes the ketchup packet and just squirts it into his oh, mouth right. after I he can eats hear the you fries. Getting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god. No. <laughs> Man, if I like ketchup, I would love to do that. Just go to random bars Oof. and just do that and get people like, what the fuck just happened? I like ketchup, but not that much. <laughs> no, you have to be contextuated. All right, so I've got, a, I've got a question for both of you then. If you had to chug a condiment, which condiment would you choose? Barbecue sauce. Because <sighs> I think it's sweet enough, but also there's... A... It, but it's so thick. Um, that's that's an impossible question. Maybe it's... maybe. <laughs> Maybe like raspberry vinaigrette. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> that's a lot. It's gonna be hard going down. <laughs> right. But, it's it's gonna g- be, but at least it's thin, <laughs> and it's it's easier to chug. You remember that? I'm not doing it. But no. if I had to, I choose think something... I think you guys just found a great bonus content. For <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna be additional to our. Oh, uh, what's your last call drink? What's what's the bottle of? The, what about you? What, what condiment would you? go for i think i think you hit it with uh barbecue sauce i think uh have you ever had uh it's called bone sucking sauce no it, i i you I, it's like a regional thing because i can't usually get it here but it is so delicious and i could see myself chugging i mean i'm gonna be sick afterward but yeah i think that i think i could manage that i could tease t- i could probably do a mild wing sauce Right. That'd probably be better than a vinaigrette. Like maybe eat like six or eight wings plain and then just chug that sauce afterwards. Sauce, so, you have, yeah. so you still have some like wing like grease. Yeah, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to change my answer to mild wing sauce. There you go. See? I don't even like mild wing sauce, but I don't want to do hot wing sauce. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you threw that back up. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, that would be terrible. Awesome. I like spicy food, and that would be a nightmare. I love spicy food. If it's not punching and kicking, I don't want it, but not to mm. chug it. Not not to chug it I want to be to chug like sesame oil. Like just, I mean, that wouldn't be bad, but I mean, when you think about the calorie density of it. All right, here's a new here, <laughs> here's a new YouTube video idea. We just like the channel. I can chug dot dot dot, and that's like you know. So every video is just something different. You just take eight God. ounces of something and you just chug it. That's that's a dark path you'd be walking. Down <laughs> yeah, there that's a... if that was successful, it could it could really wind up in some bad places. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you? Ever, there's a there's a channel out there called um, It's Food for Louis, and it's just this maniac who just eats just disgusting or like living animals. Like he he eats raw roadkill. He what? eats a live tarantula. He eats a live scorpion. He eats live fucking hagfish. And I don't even know exactly what a hagfish is, but it's like this. It's like an aquatic thing and it looks like a big gross nasty worm uh-huh. but then it's got like these like sci-fi pinchers that come uh-huh. out of it and he's like trying to chew it and it's biting the inside of his mouth so it's pretty it's just messed up so i'm yeah. just saying just proceed with caution if you actually think about starting that youtube channel no because... i'm a big pussy when it comes to a lot of things so <laughs> you know yeah. like there's a hagfish oh my god <laughs> no thank you i'm good i feel like they're a delicacy <laughs> Probably. Everything's <laughs> no, a delicacy. Not when raw it, and biting you. <laughs> no, no, not that. I just always remember the scene in Indiana Jones, the Temple of Doom, when they're eating the monkey brains, you know, and like she mm-hmm. pat, she just like falls over. <laughs> and it, monkey brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we want to rate this story, Riley? What's your 
I have never seen a human adult chug a condiment. You seen a human child chug ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not watch Big Daddy? I mean, I've seen it. I don't remember the chugging ketchup, but anyways. 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. You know what? This is going to get a five for me because you have because of the because of the risk to reward ratio. Mm-hmm. Zero risk, high reward. Right. Like very rarely do you see somebody this intoxicated and not have a bigger problem. Right. So it's going to get a five for me. I would say usually when you're by yourself, if you're that intoxicated, usually things go a little smoother. So when you're with friends is kind of, con- I'm not saying yeah, it doesn't, but, but right, I'm just. But he didn't pass out. He didn't yak. He didn't, he right. wasn't rude to anybody. He, like, all in all. Right. It was a solid, like, pleasant interaction, if if not a show. Sure. And he, everybody was fine. Sure. That's my, yeah. Okay. Mike? Uh, and the scale is uh, one to five, and one is average, uh, common, and yeah. and five is like I, I I'm giving that a five. I, I'm sorry, but if I <laughs> like I've seen I've seen fights, I've seen assholes, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've seen all that kind of stuff. If I saw even if I wasn't bartending, if I saw a grown man grab a fucking full <laughs> thing of ketchup and chug it at the table and then go ah, <laughs> that would that would I like. You're never going to forget that. On my that. dying bed, I would be thinking of that story. So right. I'm giving that one a five easy. On your tombstone, you just a bottle of ketchup with ah right there on the bottom <laughs> of it. But was it was it Coca-Cola that used to have the Yeah. But like with a ketchup bottle instead. Right. <laughs> I will I'll give it a 4.4. 4. Why 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 not a 5? I just want to know. <sighs> Because I gave a story of five, and that fucking storyteller told me I wasn't allowed to give that story of five, and I think his story is crazier than the story. I disagree, because drunk college students do a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> right. I get that, but I'm just saying, like, if it, it, his story was so complex. There's yeah, so many there moving so many parts. Levels, and yeah. then I get, like, this is on a singularity, yes, you're absolutely right. If I saw this happen, I'd be the happiest bartender till the day I fucking died, you know? <laughs> but, so, yeah. I get it. So yeah. Not criticizing your decision. I'm just I think you're wrong. You know, you can't call me wrong <laughs> twice in one day, okay? I can call you wrong as many times as I want to. Mm. I'm married to you. Well, I think you're the I think you're in the wrong man. <laughs> you're not wrong. That. See, there you go. It's easy to say that, right? All right, hold on. I got to stop the camera. Mike, I got to change my battery out real quick. One minute. Okay. Just dropping everything. That's a wild story. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could see the guy like did it describe him? I can't remember. Did it describe what he looked or like his attire? Yeah, let me go back. Um, the place was hot and the lights were low and it was 3 a.m. A very intoxicated man pushed his way through the room and threw himself onto a recently vacated bar, cool, bar stool. Slurring incomprehensibly, he pointed at the menu. I ordered him a burger and fries with a note to the kitchen to a rush order. And you can see this man get that up. Minutes <laughs> later, my bar back arrived at the food and he said the man said took a glass of water. Untouched glass of water. And then pulled his hand away seconds before the man dove right in. <laughs> No, I'm not judging here, but let's say the so guy's it dis- uh, it So it really doesn't describe, like, what he's wearing or anything. Um, it says, I watched the messy horror unfold. Um, no. See, like, if he was in a suit and tie, That'd that would better. bring a whole other element to it. Or if, you know, it just, I would I would have liked to have known, like, what, you know, if you would have just seen him as a guy, kind of what your immediate profile would be of him. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also three in the morning, so, like... You know, like also, first of all, can I get a burger at three o'clock in the fucking morning where, where I live? Not where? here in Iowa. <laughs> Not here in Iowa. I can barely. There's restaurants barely open at nine o'clock in the city we live in. Right. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> but you, on the other hand, there's probably nothing open at after ten o'clock, huh? Well, yeah, we've got like ta- Taco Bell. Like, there's some fast food oh, joints, right. but not like a not like a bar that serves food. Right. You know? That's yeah. why. That's why one of my things that I wish they would bring back more would be bar food like not not like stuff you have to prepare and cook but like pickled eggs pickled sausages like that kind of stuff that you could order at the bar that they just pull it out of a jar and give it to you there's a bar here that does personal size like frozen pizzas and they just have a pizza Mm. oven in there Mm -hmm. we we need more of that 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 would be good too but that's still you're still having to like deal with cooking food and stuff as compared to just grabbing grabbing stuff out of a jar or something you never go to a bar and see that anymore the when i met riley i lived above a divey dive bar 
It was actually, I don't even know if I call it a dive bar. It's it was, not a dive bar. It's a, it's an, it's a neighborhood bar. It's an industry bar for uh, factory workers. Right. And so they would have pickled eggs and other shit just yeah. on there. And we were like, mm. people eat that shit. And these guys are just like, so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, it is so good. Have you never had a pickled egg before? No. I hate Oh, dude, eggs. delicious. Pickled onions. I like pickled, pickled onions. onions are delicious. Yep. I like yeah. pickled veggies. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I don't know. One of these days I will try a pickled egg because I like eggs and I like pickled things. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about I'm all about pickled stuff. My brother got me a recipe book with over 200 pickling recipes in it, and I've pickled oysters and shrimp. Pickled shrimp are fucking delicious. Mm. All right, sorry, I could talk about pickled stuff all day. <laughs> You're good. We can <laughs> call that call that the bonus symbol. Nickel for my pickle, <laughs> and then just talk about pickling things. <laughs> all right. I made life choices that I currently regret. So if you want to support us and Riley's wrong life choices, we do have Patreon for $3 a month. What we do is we talk to each guest afterwards. We call it last call. We talk to them about their careers in the industry or whatever the fuck is going on in their lives. And yeah, that supports the show. Only $3 less than a beer. Yep. And yeah. And then we also would love it if you left us a review on any podcasting platform that you are on. Just go give us a quick, a little quickie review. And we'll be appreciative of that too. And then also, if you have a story you want to share, if you have a funnier story than this one, than a bottle of ketchup being chugged at the bar, or you have a less funnier story, please less, let less us know. Less funnier. Less funnier. That's what I said. <laughs> so, yes, we have a subreddit called Do You Want to Start a Tab? It's in the link of any description of any podcast platform or YouTube channel you're watching this on. And now, Mr. Good Cop of the Bartender Rat Podcast, Mr. Michael, <laughs> let us hear your amazing story. I don't know, you guys, I should have gone first because there's no way I'm topping <laughs> chugging a bottle of ketchup at the bar. And fortunately, I won't do what Steve did and tell like two half hour long stories. So. <laughs> what Can I just say what a degenerate that person is? You know? I wouldn't be surprised if Steve was the one that chugged that bottle of ketchup at that bar. <laughs> that, that would not have fair. That's what I asked him. I mean, I remember uh, asking him like, how have you not been like arrested or seriously injured? assaulted right. by someone from just pissing them off or right he's, he's he said he's got a horseshoe up his ass so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i have seen him get kicked out of a noodle bar but that's about it is the, the extremes i've seen all right so i don't i don't have a, a super crazy story um if you listen to the first episode of our podcast that's where i told most of my fun stories for my bartending days um but I wanted to bring this one up because I wanted your opinions on who the asshole is in this situation. I like okay. it. I love I, it. I love it. You, we're we're going to become a, a device called therapy session for bartenders. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's so when I was actually, I was, so this was while I was living in Baltimore um, and bartending, but I was not, I was actually a patron at this place. So there's a spot um, called uh, wind up space. And it was like a, a bar, but then they would have, you know, local musicians coming in and they do jazz nights. They do all different kinds of um, events and, and genres of music. But then once a month, they had what was called four hours of funk. And they had different DJs come in and DJ funk music. And it was a blast. That sounds I mean, like my idea there, of a great time. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. It was it, it was so much fun. You'd go there um, on those nights, and there'd be a line going out the door. You know, a or, you know, maybe a half a block down. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not far, but it seemed like it when you're waiting in there. Um, so we finally got in one night because uh, we didn't all we weren't always able to make it, and uh, people are having a great time. Everybody's dancing. There's a b boy circle where all these guys are doing like these b boy moves. That's I think that's awesome. what it's called. I looked it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so of course, um, I'm trying to go get a drink and a huge line. And like I said, I'm bartending. I've been bartending, so I I get it. You know what I mean? I always try and be a, a polite guest and and you know not not you know bust the bartender or the service. Uh, staffs, you know, balls about anything. But what happened at this, you know, the bar is completely, completely packed. I finally make my way up to a spot at the bar. So I'm actually leaning on the bar and there's just one bartender that's running back and forth, this lady. And she's, you know, you can tell she's just, just, it's hectic. She is just focused on everything she's doing. <clears throat> and uh, what I always try and do, my move is I have my card out. I'm not waving it. I'm not flashing it, but I just have my card or my cash out. Uh, just showing I'm ready to make a purchase. I know what I want. And I just casually will try and make eye contact with the person when it's appropriate. So as she's walking around <clears throat> and doing stuff, every now and then I'll just catch her eye and I'll just give her you know, a little smile, like, you know, take your time. I'm just here whenever you're ready. And she makes eye contact with me multiple, multiple times and even smiles at me. So like, 
I've been acknowledged at this point in time, right? Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening is there was a one spot that she was serving and it got like that vortex effect uh-huh. where she would go and then people would walk up from the bar and see people getting served at that location oh. or walk up from the dance floor. So they would go in behind. So she goes and drops a beer off to some guy. And then the next person behind is like, you know, getting her attention. Then she serves him. This kind of goes on for a while. And of course I have, I've been there for a minute, but I don't, you can't always tell who's been up there for how long. So you're just kind of, you know, just waiting your turn. But this goes on to where I'm literally standing there for like going on 10 or 15 minutes. And she's made eye contact with me multiple times. And my breaking point was I'm watching all these people get served in one spot of the bar and her not moving anywhere else. And I'm not that far away, but still, it's just so crammed in there. I see these two fucking bro looking douchebags. Maybe they were nice guys, but they just looked they just looked all broy. They just they didn't look like anybody that I hang out with on a regular basis. Um they walk up, uh God, that makes me sound like such an asshole. They just look like frat boys, frankly. That's just what they look like. Right. They walk up from from the dance bar the dance floor, walk up right behind uh the service area or where she's serving these beers, and as soon as they walk up there that she immediately takes their order because she's dropping off a beer and she immediately grabs their order. And I just looked at her. I'm just like, hello. Like, you know, I wasn't trying to be a dick, but I was just like, hello. Like, I'm still here. And this lady just kind of snapped in, in front of everybody. And she just like looked over at me and she kind of doubled over and she just started screaming, what the fuck do you want from me? And just lost her shit. <laughs> and then all the people at the bar they all look at me and they're like, just giving me just stank eye. Just like uh, the two fucking frat boys that just got their drink after walking immediately from the dance floor up there looked at me and they were like, oh, dude, you're a fucking dick. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, I've been standing here for going, going on 15 minutes now and you got served immediately. So everybody's just staring at me kind of. And then finally, she makes it a point to come over and get my drink. And, I'm, you know, just a fucking Miller Lite or something. And I still, of course, gave her a nice tip and it was still a fine interaction, but um, I didn't go back to the bar after that. I had my friends go and get me a drink if we did anything after that. So, like I said, this is not a crazy story. This is kind of, but this is something that has stuck with me throughout all these years. I still remember that interaction because I, like I said, I try to always be a good customer and make the service industry professionals lives easier and be, you know, accommodating. But I just it got to that point where it's just I felt like she was just not at all paying attention and and just just she was uh, she was in the weeds. I get it. Right. But she just kind of fucked me. And I just kind of I just I kind of lost it. So I kind of want to hear your guys' reaction to to be, you know, your your take on that on that interaction. <laughs> no, I get I mean, it. I don't feel I don't feel like there was a necessary asshole in that scenario. Unless you want to say whoever does the scheduling and only scheduled one person that day. Yeah, fair enough. But maybe the maybe the other bartender called in, right? Well, like, then the, then the manager should have been out there yeah, helping. I know, I know. I'm just, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's you know probably what happened was obviously she's frustrated and she's just she, at this point she's just doing muscle memory, right? Yeah. She's just mm, going through yeah. the motions at this point because she right. just wants to turn well, that, and burn. That or she's like she doesn't she hasn't quite found the confidence yet to be like, hang on, you're next. I, but I got to do the rest of the bar too. Right. Mm-hmm. So she, mm-hmm. the vortex was the issue. Mm-hmm. You you hand mm-hmm. one drink and somebody shouts an order at you and you and she didn't have the, that's the thing too yeah. the wherewithal <laughs> yeah. to be like hey I can't help you right now because these people have been waiting longer so I feel like that's the primary issue right and uh, also little, I was I was kind of a dick too I mean let's uh, you know we can't <laughs> gloss yeah, over that I I know, mean, there's probably probably a better way to handle absolutely, that absolutely there's a better but. way like you <laughs> right. know just like just like hey I've been up here for 15 minutes you know but obviously how loud was it in there was it like pretty fucking loud oh yeah it's it yeah yeah so, it's like, very it's loud hard. it's very crowded yeah because you can't have a full blown conversation explain to them I've been sitting here for 15 minutes when can I get a drink you know like right so yeah. I don't really see I don't even go to those type of places anymore where right. like you know it's like that but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, if I, yeah. If I'm waiting, if I'm waiting for ten minutes for a drink, I'm out. I'll go somewhere where I can get two drinks in that time. Because you know, if you yeah, moved well, to that spot, she would have not served you, right? It just would have been like not because she was trying to intentionally not serve you, just the way life works, right? You know, you move to that empty mm-hmm. spot because people do it at the bar I'm at. If we're busy and and I'm making laps, but they think they can cut ahead, you know, like get to that spot because I'll be there. I'm like, sir, I just watched you move. You're gonna wait your turn, right? You know, like. I kind of know what's going on, but not really. Right. But 
Well, no, I, I'm curious too about that that point of view because this is something as a customer that I try to navigate when I do go to crowded places. Um, because what what's the better move? Do you when if you see a vortex area, do you just basically go and be like, oh, I'm just gonna get in line and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. get kind of fed through? Because I always prefer if I can to get up and find a spot at the bar to where I am. Right. I'm there and I get it. I understand the cutting in line. That's a very good thing. But I usually, you know, just trust that the bartender knows who's been waiting and once they see me there i'm at least easily accessible because when you're standing in those vortexes you can't always guarantee that they're gonna stay at some point another vortex or something else (laughs) might might form somewhere else and then on top of that you're jostling around with all these drunk people that aren't paying attention and trying to weasel their way in but in between you and everything else if i do find a vortex i'm also that guy if i saw someone that i know has been staying there longer than i have and i just happen to hit the like the jackpot right and be in that vortex i'm like hey i think they were ahead of me but i'm next you know like i kind of do the nice thing and like you know get them real quick because i know yeah and then you know usually you can see the relief in that person's like oh thank thank baby jeebus right sometimes they buy you a drink too sometimes sometimes but yeah that's 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 a that's a solid move and i always try and do that as well but i like the follow-up with no no they were here first but i'm next right you have to it's like i'm I'm being nice but don't you fucking forget about me right right i i like to set expectations on every level as the bartender and then as the guest and I, i feel like that's one of the most important things that in any industry no matter where you work no matter who you work with if you set expectations you're going to be better off. Mm-hmm. So right now, her expectation for me is that I wait my turn. My expectation is that she follows through with a, some semblance of order. Right. Mm-hmm. And how how long was that bar? Like how big was it, or why? It was it was it was a pretty long bar, like twenty plus feet. Yeah. I I would say so. Yeah, yeah. That's because it was kind of like a whole. Because it was kind of set up almost like a venue bar, right? Where, you know, people right. could walk up and it had a big long uh, bar in there, so that way they could serve a lot of people at yeah, one time. That would suck. You know what? And, and with my memory may be off. There may have even been another bartender at the other end. Right. You know, sometimes when you have yeah. those long bars where they're serving kind of half of it, and mm-hmm. yeah. So like I said, I know this isn't a crazy story no. that does not follow up the ketchup one at all, but uh, <laughs> it was just it was just something that I've never forgotten about, and I've just always, I, I wish I could like find that lady and just, I wouldn't even recognize her now, but just be like, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry I upset you that night. I didn't mean but you'd see, have a fucking panic attack in front of the whole bar. But. I don't think it was you. I think you were the straw that broke the camel's back. Right, yeah. You're the one that lit that fuse finally or the one yeah the one that that <laughs> threw the gasoline on the fire mm-hmm. but like she was gonna break down <laughs> she was gonna break down at some point right if you're that if you're in the weeds for that long that hard you're gonna lose your shit it's yeah. it's like the the movie waiting where she goes into the into the back and starts screaming at the cooks right yeah, so, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna end up breaking down at some point i've done it I- <laughs> I'll still just never forget, though, the two guys that got served immediately, like, looking over and judgment at me, like, oh, dude, let's be fucking asshole. Well, just, you cut in line, so that. shut the fuck up. <laughs> they me- have no idea. For all they knew, I walked up to the bar, and I was like, hello, serve me. That's like, not what happened. It's like but. these videos you see, you know, like, on TikTok or whatever. You only see a portion of it. Uh-huh. You don't get to see the whole setup. So your video would have mm-hmm. been you just like, what about me? But you don't see the 15 <laughs> minutes. You're just yeah. waiting there Entitled watching Entitled asshole. Right. Yeah, it comes to Context bar, yeah. matters, for real. White man thinks he gets... He gets <laughs> Entitled <laughs> white man. <laughs> oh, my God. But still, that bar itself, though, sounds would have been awesome to I want. I want to go to a show that plays four hours of funk music. Mm-hmm. That sounds but great. DJ style. So, like, you know, yeah. so they're mixing yeah. it up, you know, and, and some beat. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. Is yeah, that bar still open, you know? A good time there. Actually, I don't. It was right on, I think it's North Avenue. It's right. We used to live really close to it. Um, and there were a lot of different bars uh, down that street. But it's called the wind-up space if it is still there. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. Get there early if you want to go because they were – I tried to bribe our way in uh, with the bouncer one night because we I had a bunch of girls uh, from work with me. So I was trying to be all cool. And I tried to kind of, you know, walk up to the front of the line. I was like, hey, man, I've got some ladies with me, and I've got 60 reasons why you should let us in here in front of everybody. And he immediately was like, no, get to the fucking back of the line. I was like, all right. <laughs> You probably needed a hundo. You need that other guy's hundred dollars yeah, of his fucking burger. All I had was six, six, 60 bucks is a good rate. They were all cute girls, you know. It's not like I was asking for a bunch of dudes to go in. So right, that's great. See, I've never even been to a bar 
where there is a line. Like that's <laughs> welcome to Iowa. Like there is no lines like that. Or you know, you don't try to bribe the fucking doorman to get you in. Like I have it on good authority that they closed June first, twenty nineteen. Ah, oh, bummer. Yeah. You know, if we have to wait in line in Baltimore on a go next month, I'm like, do you know who I am? I'm Iowa's number one psychologist. Oh, yeah. And I, and by the way, congratulations on that. I oh, thank that. you. They'll yeah. take a wank cool. and says, does anybody in Iowa know how to drink cocktail? Yeah. Like, what, you can make a really good Red Bull vodka? <laughs> Sir, it's the best. <laughs> when people come into the bar, they ask me, how's your old fashioned? I'm like, it's the 53rd best in the city. Somebody goes, wow, 53rd? I go, Sir, there's not even 53 places to get in old fashioned in this fucking town. So, but yeah. All right. So, on your story, because I think so, because I'm, as a bartender, I see it. Even at the, my hotel bar, I see it where people get frustrated, you know, and, you know, once in a while I try to do my best, you know, of getting who's in line. But eventually, if I'm just packed, I just do circles. But sometimes there is a vortex and you see people try to hit that vortex to get in there and stuff like that. But I'm pretty good at like what I hate is a Three or four people come, and they're like, we have a group coming in. I'm like, okay. And then I'm getting their three or four drinks, and then someone else walks up. That's not part of the group, like like customer B. Mm-hmm. And then, but group A still has people walking in after yeah. they already ordered, and they expect them to keep doing it. Like, sir, I'm not waiting here 30 minutes for people to, to, like, just get casually walk in. I'm going to stop your group, go to this guy real quick, come back. That's like, fair. Like, No, your biggest pet peeve is when people come in, and there's 10 of them. They're already all standing there. And they'll say, we'll take a Miller Lite. And then they'll wait for you to get it. Yeah. And then I've heard oh. him. I've heard him on so many occasions. I can take more than one order at a time. I can make six yeah. drinks at a time. Tell me what you want. <laughs> and then they look at me like, I'm yeah, an I asshole for telling them that. Well, your tone is very bitchy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. No, I know. Well, yeah, we are. Because, you know, you talked about your pet peeves when you came on our show. And you won't even get condiments for people if, <laughs> if they didn't order it. It's like, nope, it's too late. You missed it. You missed your opportunity. I mean, but that's that's fair, though, because it's shot. far. Oh, I think it's hilarious. When, whenever I go out with, uh, like, if we're eating with uh, my my work buddies, if we're going out for, like, a business lunch or dinner or if we're traveling, one, my, one of my friends, Justin, who I love dearly, um, he's such a nice guy, but he just has never worked in the service industry. And he is very generous and accommodating to people, but he just, he's ADHD and he forgets shit. And he'll order food, and he knows he gets fucking barbecue sauce with this shit every fucking time. He'll get the food, and then they'll bring some stuff back for a round of drinks. And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, and could I get some barbecue sauce after she's already been there two times serving us? And I, I will literally say, no, you don't get fucking barbecue sauce. Like, you, you had your opportunity. I know you get barbecue sauce with that every time. So, no, you don't get it. And they always bring it to him. But I at least try and make a show for the server to be like, yeah, I get it. This is fucking annoying. Have and you I, taken it upon yourself to be like, and he'll have barbecue sauce? No, see, I, I was going to say, I love that he doesn't order for him knowing he gets barbecue no, sauce. No, because uh, well, <laughs> I'm not paying that. I'm trying to enjoy my fucking meal. Whenever, if we, we'll pull up to like uh burger king or mcdonald's or something and he's and i'll order because i know know exactly i knew 30 minutes ago what i was gonna fucking get we get up there (laughs) and he's and i order and then i'm waiting on him and he's like um just like you know just scrolling through the same fucking menu they've had for fucking a decade (laughs) and uh and always just tell them i'm like i'm sorry it's it's his first it's his first time at mcdonald's and i've had several (laughs) drive-through employees be like oh really it's his first time here (laughs) he's just an idiot (laughs) it's it's the same thing at the bar right like when you have guests waiting and like they're waiting solid six minutes to get up to him, and like, um, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm like, what the fuck have you been doing for the past six minutes? Why are you minutes? making eye contact with me if you don't know what you want to drink yeah. yet? I'm like, I, unless I, unless you want to ask me a, for a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Maybe but, just they, they just think you're pretty. They're just looking at you. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're not wrong. They're just little, they're a little awestruck. That's mm-hmm. why it's not it's that they forgot when you came up and talked to them. They're They've like, never oh, seen someone's here. ego that big. Don't you know they're talking to Iowa's best mixologist? They are definitely starstruck. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh god, I was gonna get a Miller Lite, but I can't ask Iowa's best mixologist to bring me a Miller Lite. He's going to I shame have to me. Do a Mick Ultra instead. <laughs> a Budweiser. Does Does Iowa have a um, uh, like a national drink or a state drink or anything like that? Uh, Bush Light is our most consumed beer per yeah. capita than any other state. Yeah. And then okay. our number one selling spirit is Black Velvet. Okay. But I'm not proud of either of those. <laughs> not at all. But is it really Black Velvet? It's I thought Cedar Ridge sold. topped them. No, Cedar Ridge is the highest bourbon. Uh, the spirit altogether uh, um, 
black velvet is because all the little towns, remote bars, yeah. all they drink is black velvet because it's so cheap. So, but I barely sell black velvet. My dad loves black velvet. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. So we can kind of keep rambling on fucking forever. This yes. is how this is how your guys' fucking episodes are three hours long. Hey, see, see, you think it's you Steve. are the host. You are supposed to be guiding me. All right. <laughs> I'm just here for content. The, you blame, the, the blame Steve. Lies in your hand, sir. You blame yeah, Steve, true. but really the problem is you facilitating the conversation. You just keep you. You're slowly injecting more life into this conversation. <laughs> You guys just had me on here to talk shit about our podcast. Pretty much. <laughs> Thank you. That's the very whole much. goal here. <laughs> Damn it. He's smarter than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I love I making you laugh so hard that you don't even breathe. <laughs> I'm going to slap you, silly, one of these days. Get a hold of yourself. <gasps> okay. So going back to the rating, man, that was a long tangent from the rating. <laughs> Um, like I said, I see this stuff quite a bit. I have not been put in your position where I get frustrated for not being served pretty quickly. Um, how tall are you? Six foot three. That's, that's how tall I am. So yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I think you just got a, you just got a bad, not a bad, not a bad bartender. That's not what I mean. You, got, you had you, a bad experience. Bad. Day. Like you just, it was a bad she was struggling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've all been there. It's just like, no matter what you do, you just feel like you're just getting fucked sideways yeah. each way. And just like, I think Riley put it to the point. You just lit that fuse finally and it exploded and you just happened to get the brunt of it. And I mean, you probably mm -hmm. did her a favor, probably. to be honest with you, because like I know when I've been in a situation like that where I've just been so just like stressed and all I want to do is scream fuck at the top of my lungs. And I finally do. And then I'm OK, now we can recenter and we can refocus. Mm -hmm. and, ev <laughs> and everybody's a little bit more scared of her now. So right. They're, and they're willing to be a little bit more patient. She can kind of get back into a flow. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I wish you would have ordered like a Shirley Temple super loud or something super. Can I get a Diet Coke? Yeah. All I want is a fucking diet. God damn it. We only have Pepsi. Or just, Fuck you. Or, or, just, or just ask her where the bathroom is. Oh, no. You should have asked for her phone number. I just want your fucking phone number. <laughs> Oh, man. So I'm just going to go. I'm going to reiterate again. Nobody should ever be put in that situation no. when they're working. Management is absolutely the asshole mm -hmm. in this situation. I agree. There's nobody at fault who was directly involved because you should not be that deep in the weeds. If you're that deep in the weeds, management should be coming out to help you. Right. I give the story a 2.3 because I see this on a kind of regular semi basis on the bartender side of things. Yeah. So it's kind of normal for me. I, uh, I'm actually, I find it wild that you rate that one above a one point anything because I'm going to give this like a 1.4 because every time you walk into a busy establishment, you have one person who's pissed they're not being served. No offense. And then you have a bartender <laughs> who's pissed that they're busy. Right. So it's and like, she's going to have a breakdown or he's right. going to have a breakdown. No matter who it is, they're going to be like, fuck this and either walk out or cry Mm -hmm. If they're that deep in the weeds, I guess the only reason I give it what did I give it two three two yeah. four um, is because he got called out by basically the entire fucking crowd there by being the dick. <laughs> but that yep. happens every time. Yeah, yeah. That happens every time a bartender snaps. Every time, and a bartender snaps every day. <laughs> but I don't see. We oh. don't go out enough to see bartender snaps. So oh, I've seen it happen. I've yeah. seen it happen so many times. This is why the ratings on your perspective. That's that's why I make it a point to right. sit certain places when I come visit you, so you don't snap. <laughs> I I find the people who have the bitchiest faces, and I start a conversation with them, so they're distracted long enough for pardon me for for it to be their turn to order again. Mm, okay, I guess I love you more than I ever knew. You should. Okay. <laughs> what do you rate? Do I own? need to give this one a rating too? Yes, yes sir. Because it's my story. You know, honestly, I'm going to give it a 2.5 because I agree that this is a common situation where bartenders in the weeds. I have never seen a bartender like lose their shit like that. And she right. didn't go crazy or anything, but she kind of had a breaking moment. I, you know, I've seen bartenders get flustered and have to walk out or you can tell they're visibly upset. But I have never seen a bartender just like just straight up scream at the top of her lungs or his lungs right. in the middle of a busy service. That's and I've been to a lot of bars and festivals and places where you know it's it's really busy and I've just I've never seen that before. So Maybe and plus just... it's my story, so I gotta give it kind of a higher rating too. You know, <laughs> to make it sound special and unique. So right. 
Maybe they, I'm just jaded because the places that I used to frequent, there it, there must have been like one or two very volatile, ready to explode staff at all times. Right. Because I've seen it more times than I can count. That's where awesome. they just flip on a customer and just immediately just like lose their mind. Yeah, maybe it's you. Maybe you bring the bad juju. <laughs> maybe. But also, I'm also the the person that's like, oh, wait, or I just want to drink here. But I'm not trying to I'm not trying to cause you any problems. I'll just I'll just go find the water pitcher somewhere. <laughs> yep. All right. So we have uh what else would you like to plug today, sir, besides your uh lovely little podcast? Well, well if you guys can hear the train going by, that's an all drink. So. All drink. Uh yeah, that's what we do on the show. So whenever the train goes, tink, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for uh, having me on. We had a great time uh, whenever you came on, Carl. It was a great episode. Twice. And uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the better, uh, yeah, twice. One of the better audio quality, too, because uh, Steve wasn't managing yours, and uh, you have all the stuff. So that made it really nice. <laughs> really, no, yeah, we appreciate uh, it. It was fun. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, if you, if you want to check out the Bartender Ramp podcast, uh, you can just search us where on basically every um, podcast platform uh, and you can follow us at uh, all of our handles and stuff are at BRP drink along. So check that out. Um, and then we just recently uh, actually, so I don't know when this is going to be released, but May 22nd, uh, we did a crossover with bartenders, which mm-hmm. is, uh, I think you, yeah, you're familiar with those guys. They're uh, bartenders that have a D and D campaign that they play and all their characters are bartenders in the, in the game. It's, it's pretty fun because it's uh like, they actually go to their shifts and have jobs and stuff. And it's, it's just, it's, it's an enjoyable D and D session. That's a little out of the ordinary to where it's not just the traditional tropes of fantasy and everything. And so it's, 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 it's a fun podcast, but Steve and I were just on their show and we did a three episode uh, one shot uh, where we got to make our own characters and play with them. Uh, so just shout out to them. And uh, then also heard card game. We just got our new expansion pack finally released. Um, and if if you guys haven't talked about heard card game on the show, it's basically cards against humanity for uh, the service industry. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and Chandler, uh, the creator of that, uh, was nice enough to work with us to do an expansion for our show and all of our cards in there are all pulled directly from different episodes right. and each episode, each episode is on the card so one of our one of the cards that gets played is um, a cat watching two girls go down on each other <laughs> and the episode number is on there so you can actually go to the episodes and listen to that and actually hear that real story so um, check out herd card game it's so much fun if you're in the service industry highly recommend uh, you know pulling uh, some of your coworkers together and getting the game because it's it's cathartic to play and it's absolutely hilarious. They did a great job with it. So yep, we've had Chandler on and she was great. And then uh, we did order her with all the expansion packs. We haven't played it yet because it's just mostly her, uh, mostly Riley and I hanging yeah. out. And so I'm waiting for to have some of my fellow bartenders come over on these nights and drink and play that game because it looks mm. super fun. I'm excited to yeah. play it. Then we also had John on from the bartenders. And uh, we had, uh, you know, he was a guest on that was a good episode, too. So, yeah, definitely check out all that. All the all that information will be links in the description of every podcast platform that you're listening to. And don't forget, don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders and drink responsibly.